Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host Tom Quee. You join us on the 125th episode of the show. Today we are discussing Shoot Me Again. Go back through the past 124 and check out those St. Anger tracks. Check out any of those tracks. You know, we are very far in our journey here on the show. There are no guest slots actually available, which I mentioned before, which is crazy to me. So, you know, we will have dropouts. Inevitably that sort of stuff happens or whatever. But, uh, yeah, the, the next, what's that, like 35, 40 episodes, something like that. So, yeah, looking forward to all of those. Uh, if you want to support the show, if you enjoy the show, Patreon, you can help support us there. Put a lot of content on there first, you know, at the time of recording this. Shorty Straw, when you're listening to this, Shorty Straw, the next episode will be on the Patreon now with Dave and some other episodes. So um, iTunes as well, leave us a review, metallicapod.gmail.com. If you want to get in touch, you want to discuss something about the band or whatever, or correct me on something, which is an email we're going to get to uh, just after we introduce the guest, uh, please do that. I love that. Metallicapod at gmail.com. And we're on Spotify and iTunes and all that sort of stuff. So... Yeah, we get to today's guest all the way from Norway. Carl, how's it going, sir? Yeah, it's going good. Thanks. <laughs> How are you doing today, Tom? I, I, I'm good, man. I mean, it's great to have you on the show, of course. Like, every, everyone has the story. Like, what is the story for you about Metallica? Like, when was the first time you encountered this band? Uh, well, it started in 97, I think, when I was 14. Um, and it was the Memory Remains on MTV. <clears throat> Um, I guess I would probably have heard some songs before, like Enter Sandman or Nothing Else Matters. Um, but that was kind of the song that, that hooked me. Um, and uh, it just hooked me right in, and I, I got Reload after that and Load. And uh, um, then I went into my brother's uh, record collection, and he had uh, Ride the Lightning and Justice for All. Um, and I was just floored when I heard um, uh, one for the first time with that, um, <clears throat> you know, the machine gun uh, riff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I had never heard anything like that. And that was just, that was it for me. Metallica was my band. And did you ever do a fall off? Was it a consistent fandom or? Uh, well, I kind of fell off. Um, I guess I was a fan up until... Uh, a little after Saint Anger because okay. I liked Saint Anger when it came came out mm-hmm. too, um, <clears throat> and um, for some reason I fell off before Death Magnetic, so I never really checked that out. Um, and um, it was around that time when they started collaborating with uh, Lou Reed. I'm actually a big Velvet Underground fan and right, Lou Reed yep. fan. Mm-hmm. Um, Shan Nico. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there was that one time when they they collaborated with um, with Lou Reed on some Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing, and they yep. did uh, uh, White um, Light, White Heat. Was that right? Or y- yeah, no, they did no. another Velvet uh, Underground song. They did uh, Sweet Jane. Okay, yeah, I think yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that sucked so bad <laughs> that uh, I kind of lost some respect for them. And and there were some live um, recordings around that time where. Lars wasn't really pulling his weight, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that kind of the time had, had gone for Metallica. Um, and I remember uh, for the No Request Tour, my brother was going to, to see them in, in Bulgaria or something. And I remember I asked him, like, what's the point of seeing Metallica now? They're not good anymore. <laughs> but um, um, but I came, came back around uh, the time that Hardwired came out. Um, I thought the the single was really good and the the song was really good and I never stopped liking the the old stuff um, anyway. So um, and I, I also had a thing where I 
uh, I started really getting into the first four albums, and I started kind of distancing myself from the 90s stuff that I had started off with. It's kind of like the the core four, aren't they? The holy quartet of the band, like. Yeah, really. Hmm. Yeah. Um, But, um, well, last year I discovered uh, Metal Up Your Podcast. um, And I also discovered your podcast. Yeah, through them. Um, and that's when I really started getting into them again. And uh, I I think I've actually listened to Metallica every day since like last September when yeah. I discovered it. I don't think I've done that. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been kind of crazy. And also when they, they announced this, the, the tour, the European tour, then um, they announced that they're coming to my hometown for was the first time Trondheim, ever. Trondheim was that? Yeah, Trondheim. Um, and... Um, that was kind of a huge deal for me. I've never seen them live before, because um, when I was I, I was either too young or not interested. So so it's a pretty big deal to see them in my hometown. And just before we get to the day's song, I want to read out a quick email, as I said, from Daniel. He says, Hi, Tom. I recently discovered your podcast. Great work. I'm obviously a bit behind. I'm currently listening to It's Electric. I'm going from start to end, fast catching up. You stated at the intro of It's Electric that this was the last Diamond Head song to be covered. Actually, Metallica also did Sucking My Love very early on. They even played it live a few times listening to YouTube. And he is correct. You can find demos of that um, online. This might be old news to you. As I said, I'm a little bit behind. All the best, Daniel. That was actually news to me to be honest with you maybe i'd read that elsewhere but um you know we don't research very thoroughly on this show and i'm glad to be informed of that and it, it is a really kind of cool charming you know leather charming kind of cover there we're going into saying anger you know we're getting into the murky waters of <laughs> uh, of this record of shoot me again like you know, I've made my feelings clear on Say Anger for the most part. W- what about yourself right now in 2019? Is it a good record to you? or? <clears throat> um, I really like that record. Uh, it's kind of stayed that way ever since I first heard it. And, and uh, when was it? 2003, 2004? Uh, uh, yeah, 2003. Yeah, I have very uh, vivid memories of like listening to that on the bus, going to work. Um and stuff like that, and and uh, I've I've just always liked it. Actually, the the whole sound issues with the the snare and stuff, it didn't really bother me. Me neither. Um, yeah, and I like a lot of like uh, lo-fi stuff, really. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I'm into the Velvet Underground, and I like a lot of punk stuff. And, yeah. And uh, so, kind of lo- the lo-fi stuff isn't that big of a jump yeah i I came from a tom waits background and i I feel the same way it's like you know it's it it, for me the snare is a worthy sacrifice to to the guitar tone on this album yeah i think it's absolutely an incredible sound the guitars i remember reading some discussions online when it came out and uh, there was this guy that was all about like if you didn't like the snare of saint anger you didn't like thrash metal because that was like the thrash snare wow and um I don't know if I've heard a lot of other trash metal. Yeah, sounds like a forum post, but 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 no, I I, yeah. I get I get to take what he's meaning. And the title of the song, again breaking from tradition, "Shoot Me Again," quite provocative for Metallica. Yeah, uh, it is really. I agree. Very, you know, heart and sleeve. A lot of catharsis in this song, maybe slightly to its detriment, I would argue. It's quite a long song, can be quite repetitive in times. Feels like James is on the couch rather than, you know, thinking clearly about structure. It's a it's a little bloated, even though there's a lot to admire, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
it is a little long, but it's also um, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, true. Um, Ever there's shifting a lot of parts to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it begins with you know very similar to all within my hands very similar actually and i'm going to make these comparisons a lot throughout this review you know it's a very new metal song to me inevitably as a lot yeah, of say anger and the intro specifically the you know the, the sort of squelchy uh, dead string kind of wah chug there very rhythmic reminds me a little yeah. bit of system of a down's war i don't know if you're familiar with that track yeah i know that song yeah yeah I mean, one of their trademark um, yeah, early that's numbers. A good, and... That's a good point. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. thought of that, but it's a, it's, it does remind me of that. Song. Yeah, yeah, it, it, uh, it, it's kind of less yeah. musical actually than than Darren's, but it's kind of like all within my hands as well. All in all, what it conjures is just a sense of kind of creepy, crawly unease, doesn't it? There's something grandstanding about this. There's something quite psychotic and cerebral. Yeah, I agree. I heard somebody say that uh, the intro reminded them of uh, Machine Head. Yeah. Uh, which I also thought was a good comparison. Yeah. Um, I haven't listened to that much Machine Head, but I can really I I can hear bit, yeah. that it reminds me of it. Yeah. James has played with Machine Head. I watched that video recently uh, with Rob Flynn. I, I've said this before on the show. Machine Head, I love you. Don't call your album The Blackening when Metallica have done a song <laughs> called Blackened. It's, just, it's too close. I've said it before. Rise yeah. against, rage against the machine. There's just certain cardinal rules you don't break in naming your bands. But uh, we don't dwell long on this intro. We get the jackhammer of percussion. We get a real squelching, unsettling, dentist drill, needling bass sound from Rob here. Yeah. Well, from Bob Rock, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh excuse me. Yeah, from Bob Rock, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've just I watched the live yeah. thing with Rob so many times. But, but yeah, from Bob. Yeah. And we, you know, <clears throat> as the guitar pulls out and it's like, okay, it's just a bass, blah, blah. We hear the bass a lot in this song, actually, uh, you know, in the Shoot Me Again yeah. breaks and stuff like that. But in terms of like when it's just working against this fury projection of a song, like as we're hearing that, wow, 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 like it is kind of like, it's quite disturbing. It's quite menacing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And um, um, I've written in my notes that there are almost no like discernible notes in no. the in the beginning. The guitar is just chugging like a low chugging, uh, and there are very few notes. Really, it's just a rhythm. Really, yeah, yeah. There's very actually, yeah, very little kind of just long note phrases in this entire song. It's very primitive. You know, it's very yeah. dunderheaded to a certain extent, but it does work. The verses are just kind of chugs that vary in sound, and even the main riff is you know very system of down again because it's just using like one or two notes. You think of like I don't yeah. know, the, the main riff, yeah. the forest by System of a Down, you know, something like that, or hundreds of their songs like that. It just has this, you know, this real fleet-footed, very you know dry on the bone like just kind of all out there sort of sound very charging song there's a lot going on in this song and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's just such a departure for, from what we know you know I can, I can understand why people might not vibe with the track i guess when i was thinking back to to this song uh when i had the chance to talk about it with you um i really didn't remember it as one of the good songs on saint anger no um but I've listened to it a lot, like the the last few days, and <laughs> I, I, I've actually come to like it a lot. It's, yeah, it's decent. Uh, it there's is a decent. lot going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I've kind of had a resurgence with the the new metal lately too, because um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I've been going through kind of a music snob phase, like in my mid twenties. Oh yeah. Um, where I kind of 
I actually I stopped listening to metal altogether and got into like punk and indie rock and all that stuff. Um, but now I'm I'm kind of trying to listen again to the stuff I liked as a teenager. Um, and I'm not going to go as far as as to say that Limp Biscuit are good, but uh, right. but there are some like System of Down and Corn yeah. and and stuff like that that is still pretty good and Slipknot and you know. Oh man, I mean, I mean yeah, I, yeah, I adore I adore System of Down. Like you guys may have known that I did a whole episode on System of Down, ranking their entire discography, which I did cynically expect to go viral by now. So definitely go check that out if you're interested in the band. But 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 yeah, it does have all of these elements to it. I mean, there's so many different sections vocally as well. Maybe the mm-hmm. riffs are sparser, but they make up for the ingenuity with the you know I won't go away right here. I'll stay. Like those verses, they're very simmering, aren't they? Like each line ends quite chaotically. But it's a big contrast between that riff in the beginning and mm-hmm. when he, when James starts to sing, because um, the the verses are really like slow and kind of more melodic. Um, and I kind of like how his singing kind of intensifies at the end of every line. Yeah, it does. It does just kind of blow up towards the end there, and there's lots of voices and different guitars placed yeah. on top. And we get to one yeah. of the most memorable sections: the "Shoot Me Again, I Ain't Dead Yet" sections. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what do you make of this? Because I think this is, you know, very hot and cold with people. Some admire the the, the snark and the theatricality and the call and response of that real Bogmire sludge guitar, but some people maybe think it's a little cheesy, a little tone deaf. I mean, where do you stand? Um, I don't mind it really. Uh, it it might not be like the best part of this song, but uh, I don't know if I would take it out. Mm. Um, I kind of think that that part, and then when he starts going faster with yeah. the "shoot me again, shoot mm-hmm. me again, shoot me," um, I kind of I kind of get a Rage Against the Machine vibe. Okay, yeah, yeah, from that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guitars are kind of more more new metally. Um, but it kind of reminds me of, you know, the part in Killing the Name um, at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. Uh, with, like, the repeating and all that. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, it, this kind of... It does get slightly repetitive for me in those sections where it moves forward. But when he's doing the Shoot Me Again, I did it. I love Bob Rock's bass lurching underneath as well. The grubby pulse that you wouldn't really be able to hear in earlier tracks. They wouldn't really, really go with that compositional pairing. But it's got that deep-seated groove that works through yeah. into the all the shots I take, I spit back at you. Like I, I love yeah. the interaction of the melody there and the just that scintillating guitar. It's so spiny and groovy. Yeah, I like the groove. It's really good there. Um, I kind of think of Corn when I hear mm-hmm. that rhythm. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, but yeah, it's very groovy, um, and it's kind of it's kind of cathartic after the whole shoot me again, shoot mm-hmm. me again, and and uh, and that part, and um, it's kind of a release when you get to the chorus. Yeah it, to- yeah, it totally is. Yeah, it's the, the the dynamics they've got nailed on there, and it's got such a, a gritty tone. Then the middle part of the chorus where he goes like, all the shots, 
mm-hmm. and he stops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get back into that groovy chorus. So it's 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 very it's a very good dynamic. Yeah, I, I like that switch up a lot. Actually, it's kind of mimicking yeah. the intro as well, and just the whole album. You know, Sanger does a lot. I mean, we spoke about Sad but True just recently on the show, and that does that in a more traditional you know metal rock way. But this one is just so on a dime, and uh, yeah, I think it accentuates the chorus quite a bit there. And I love the sheer audacity, kind of after the second chorus as we get into the kind of bridge riff that will take us towards the end of the song um you know it's not a money riff it, again it's very you know spartan on the note choices it's not really anything but i think it kind of works in a way dun, dun, dun. like there's nothing to it yeah <laughs> but it, the tone the situation you know i really really enjoy that part and, you know, normally you'd have something that pushes it into new territory. You know, think about the Black and Bridge Riff or, you know, Fate to Black, uh, just before we build into the sonar. You know, those sort of things. We don't really get that here. We get something quite droney, you know, something mm-hmm. more just outwardly aggressive. And getting into the Sleeping Giant sections as well, which are almost rapping-esque. Like, again, a kind yeah. of new metal, I don't know, cold chamber sort of, I don't know, that sort of direction. No, I like that part. Um mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you jumped ahead a little bit. From oh yeah, my, yeah. From my notes here, so I fell out a little bit. Okay. Because um, uh, I wanted to mention in the second verse mm. um, when he goes, uh, he shouts out with a bullet in my back. Yes. For yeah. every line, uh, I like that a lot. It's real. That's really, really cool. It is actually, and there's multiple voices as well that accompany that, and just uh, there's just a yeah. lot of little moments in this song actually that I enjoy that just happen for a second and they're gone. Uh, I can't pinpoint exactly in the song, but it's kind of towards the last couple of minutes when um, you know the blister sort of peels away, and you just hear this like gargling madness riff for like two seconds, and then it goes back into yeah. the, all the shots I take. It kind of a bit like the purify intro, and it's just literally there for like a bar or two, and then the door closes, yeah. and I, you know. I, yeah. I, I love that. I love that they're playing with the structure in that way. And you got the part um, in the middle there where he goes, shoot me. Mm-hmm. And there's a background vocal that goes, take a shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that that background vocal sounds like a record scratching. So that makes it so new metal. It does. It do- yeah, it so does. Um, and that part, um, I don't know if I like that that part. I know what you mean. With the, the, when it sounds like a record scratching in the background. It that does date it, doesn't it? A little, yeah, it, that dates it a lot. It's on I Disappear uh, as well. There's one on I Disappear. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, but whatever, you know, it was, uh, it was, that, it was, it was, yeah, it was the early 2000s. We can forgive it to a certain yeah. extent. But, I mean, the song <laughs> yeah, has, you know, a, a lot of different motions to it. Even though it repeats a lot, it still has a lot of different things that fills up its seven or so minutes. And the bite my tongue, yeah. try not to shoot back. Like, what do you make of that section? I like that a lot. I like that uh, it kind of ends. There's like mm-hmm. a fake outro. Mm-hmm. Um, that it, it you think it ends, and then the guitar comes back kind of slowly. And uh, I really like that part. That kind of makes the song. Yeah. Um, if they had just ended it there, it would be a much worse song, actually. Because I really like when the guitar comes in again, they have the whole bite my tongue part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that might be the most interesting part of the song, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I do, I do like its motion. Instrumentals are really chaotic in that part, but mm-hmm. uh, James has these vocal harmonies on top that are really cool. Yeah. Um, so I like that part, and also the wake the sleeping giant sleeping dog part um, mm-hmm. is also really good. Uh, even though you could, you know, compare it to some rap rock or something, I don't think it it goes that far. 
No, no, it doesn't. James has done this before, and I'll do it since. You know, that was just your life yeah. and that sort of stuff. Like, just kind of a, a frantic, pardon the pun, kind of singing. Um, but it does have yeah. rap elements and whatever. And in the context of the song, it just kind of coheres to a wider whole. But yeah, the song does close as well, returning back to the war from the intro. What do you make of the symmetry? I think it works. Mm-hmm. It does work. Um, I don't know if I, um, I was searching for the song on, on YouTube. Uh, it's never been played live. A, just, just in the studio. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. But somebody made like a remix of it. Oh. Um, well, they actually they've called it a remaster. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's a, a remix, and then they've added a, a, a guitar solo uh, on the end. Mm. Um, that I guess they just somebody just played on, on top of it. Right. Um, and um, I don't think. Uh, yeah, you should check that out. But it sounds I'd like a little to see weird. It. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not the song by like a minute. It's like six minutes, so it's a little denser. Um, so I, I, I thought that was kind of, kind of cool. Mm. Um, I don't think what it was called is like remaster 2015 or something. So yeah, it's not something you really would click on because you, you think it's just the, the normal song, but it's actually kind of a weird. It's not like a big remix, but they, sure. they've changed. They've moved some parts around and they added some, some things, some things. No, uh, a guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in terms of that, doing the solos as well, it would be cool to see certain guitar players do their take on saying, "I'm sure that's already out there." People doing their own interpretations yeah. on the live edition. I mean, quotes live. They did in the studio for the DVD. Kirk does go up the neck a lot higher and bends. You know, guitar-y bends as the riffs crescendo. But yeah, that's about it. In that version as well, the studio version, Lars like screams out of the kit. Like it's mad on certain yeah. points. He's really possessed. Yeah, I really like that when he mm. does that. Yeah, in that version. Mm. Yeah, it's really cool. And Rob, yeah, I mean, really, has yeah. got the crab on lock. Like it's, it's insane. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Rob. In on the fire. small confines of the studio, amidst the flags from around the world, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a tight yeah. squeeze. No, but, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so as we always do, guys, we head off to Twitter to see what you thought of the song at Metallica Pod. This is for you. Shoot me again. Um, Hetfield's Cowboy Hat. I think, ironically, saying my favorite Metallica song, um, fr- um, my my favorite Metallica lyrics come from this track. I love it. Ralph saying this used to be my favorite of the album, but not as much anymore. I still dig it quite a bit, though. The main riff is a great time and has a decent amount of swing to it. I also like the middle section where they slow things down some. I love the lyrical content, which he explained well in some kind of monster. Smigger saying not the worst track on the album. Jake honestly loved this song. Crowley saying. Uh, unironic St. Anger Enjoyer, Enjoyer has joined the chat. One of my favourite songs in the album, and one of the two reasons as to why I wasn't permitted to be left unsupervised in anyone's car while it was on. Andy saying, I remember buying this album at the midnight release sale, and they had the DVD playing. This is a song playing when I was in the queue. It's about as memorable as this song gets for me. Props for having an audible bass line in it, though. Matt saying, The Unnamed Feeling is Deep Emotion, might be my favourite on this below-average Metallica album. Uh, and Fixer saying, Hated it at first, but later grew to love it. Any closing thoughts, Carl, on this track? Uh, I think what I wanted to, to talk about was actually Lars's drumming, because mm. I think Lars's drumming is really interesting, uh, really on the whole album. Um, but maybe this song in particular, because he, he changes the, the tempo a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, I think his drumming is what makes it not a new metal song. Hmm. Because, uh, you know, there's a lot of, like, thrashy drumming in here. 
there's i mean um yeah yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's a tightness to it there's a there's a courage there's a willingness yeah. to experiment and and not just fucking do more load like you know and i, I definitely respect them yeah. for doing that and but but yeah shoot me again it's not going to yeah. stand personally to me as one of the greatest from saint anger i think it just it lacks a certain element a certain spice that would really put it um you know the cream of the crop there amongst your all within my hands and uh unnamed feeling and saint anger and dirty window and stuff like that it's not quite on that tier for me personally i mean where would you rank it amongst the saint anger tracks uh it would probably be a bit low Mm -hmm. uh because there are many songs that are better Yep. Um, a song that I really got into after listening to to your episode on it actually is My World. Yeah. Uh, which before I kind of would rank it with this song maybe and, and not, not that high, but that's a really cool song. Yeah. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But uh, this one, not not too high, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh We'll close with a few quick five questions. The first of which being, what is your favorite Metallica song? Uh, it's got to be one because yep. that's the one that really closed the deal for me. And I kind of think it's the perfect Metallica song because it has everything. You know what? I love one, but I probably like Fade to Black better than one. Yeah, I that, see what you heresy? mean. Heresy? Like, I, I don't know if that's. that's no, like, I. I think it has a better I, ending. I Fade to Black. Agree. I think. I think. I think Fade to Black is just as good a song as One. It's just that I have that kind of feeling sure. uh, with One and with the, the, the machine gun part. I also remember the first time I heard Fade to Black. That was also uh, really cool. That was kind of the same listening session, I think, because mm. it was Justice and Ride that I <laughs> found in my brother's collection and just kind of stole. I still have those oh, uh. <laughs> records. Yeah. And your favorite album? I mean, is it one of those two or? uh yeah it's got to be justice actually mm. uh i could like i could put all of the songs on justice among my top 10 metallica songs they're just amazing yeah. um and i actually never noticed that the that the, there was no bass on the album until until people started talk, <laughs> until i heard people talking about it yeah <laughs> it's kind of weird because uh you know i used to be in a band and i play guitar and stuff but i right, never right, noticed right. there's no bass on that <laughs> and uh yeah. what about member but, um, what about member of the band uh i actually gotta say kirk because mm. uh, yeah i think i just think he's he's such a cool dude and and so like chill and relaxed and and uh He's the most stylish one too. I kind of um, he's kind of my style icon. <laughs> I usually <laughs> it's like he's always so cool with his yeah. like tight jeans and uh, t-shirts and leather jacket and stuff, and he always has like these sparkly shoes. And um, so I enough. think he's just awesome. Yeah, yeah. We haven't really mentioned Kirk today for obvious reasons, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does feature on that live video. If you want to see him some interpretations there. And seeing them live, you mentioned before you're going to see them for the first time in Trondheim, right? It's July thirteenth. Yeah, that will be that will be the first time I I, I see them live. Um, so, uh, but I've really been following this tour. I got that that Nugs.net subscription, so I listen to every show they do, and I uh, follow the Metal Tales on the Metal Up Your Podcast. Oh man, so I'm like, uh, are you are yeah, you doing like it every? Are you doing it for them? 
Uh, yeah, I'm doing the oh, metal tales for Trondheim. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that yeah, do. yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They never have anybody from that town. No, <laughs> to no, do of the course. It's at least not for Europe. It's always uh, Americans or English <laughs> yeah. people or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's so true. So uh, yeah. yeah, and I guess final question then: If you were to see the band, I'm li- um, sorry, if you were to do a podcast about a band like this, what's a band you'd like to cover? Um, well, I'm into a lot of bands, but I actually think it would be fun to do a podcast on uh, Marilyn Manson. Mm, yeah, that'd be good. Because uh, I used to be a huge Marilyn Manson fan, mm-hmm. uh, and I actually tried to find a podcast, but uh, I don't think there is any any out there. I'm just um, looking now, but no, it doesn't seem to be. He's obviously been on others. He's been on like Brett Easton Ellis and Mark Maron and stuff like that, but... Yeah. yeah, there's not one about him. And you're right, yeah, his career goes back a lot further than people think. And you know, what an icon. Yeah. Like, what a history to explore. Yeah, I know. It's a really cool history. Like, so, uh, I don't even know him that well, but I would definitely listen to, to that. Like, yeah, that would be fun to do a, a podcast on. Yeah, I remember being freaked out as a child by seeing the Dope Show music video. It yeah. just sort of introduced <laughs> me to, like, trans realities and stuff as, like, a nine-year-old. So, in between <laughs> In Too Deep by Sum 41... But yeah, Marilyn Manson podcast, that's a great show. No one said that before. I'd love to hear that. And people listening, please, like, I'm nothing special. I'm not saying that in a gosh, you know, G sort of way. But I'm just saying, like, if you enjoy a band, get a mic, interview people on Skype and talk about it. Like, you know, it's it's fun to do. So go out there. That is the American stream, as it were. But uh, yeah, guys, as always, this has been a really fun chat. And, and for yourself, Carl, is there anything you'd like to promote or... Uh, well, you can check me out on Twitter on Inst- and Instagram. Um, it's a beard and t-shirt. Right. Uh, I post pictures on Instagram of my beard with uh, different t-shirts. Right. Okay. Which is uh, <laughs> just a fun thing, weird thing I do. Um, yeah, but uh, on Twitter too, I post a lot about Metallica and, and related topics. So if people want to follow me, that's where to do it. All right, man. Well, this has been great. And as always, people, please go on the Patreon and help support us if you enjoy the show. Stuff like the So What Files go on there first and episodes like this, as I mentioned before, uh, Shorty Straw will be on there now. If you want to listen to that right now, go on there. You can download it on your phone as well. Uh, at MetallicaPod on Twitter. Follow us there. News about the show, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. Um, what else? Yeah, check out the Tom Waits podcast that I'm doing. I actually had an interesting guest on there, uh, Bebby Risenfors. I think I mentioned this before. Swedish multi instrumentalist who played on eight tracks off uh, Waits' 2002 album Alice uh, about his musical concerning Alice in Wonderland. Amazing album. Bibby contributed to so many songs and had so many cool anecdotes about Waits in the interview that me and him did on the podcast. It's about half hour long. So that'll be on the feed now. I recorded that a little while ago, so check that out as well. But, um, Carl, this has been great. Thanks again for your time. Yeah, thanks to, uh, thanks to you too, Tom.